0: This is Story Quest. Today's story is... The Seen-It-All Queen I've seen it all before! I've seen it all before! Queen Honeythorn was very hard to please because, well, she'd seen it all before. The Kingdom of Hazelfair was a pretty nice place. Well, it had lovely forests and beautiful lakes, and it was usually never too warm or too cold. People who lived there were gentle folk, not given to starting arguments or being mean to each other, and as such, the ruler of Hazelfair, Queen Honeythorn, didn't feel like she had much to do, and so spent so much of her time travelling to other realms on a search for new and interesting things. Her people grumbled about this between themselves. Whilst some were comfortable, mainly those around the Queen or those who buttered her up with gifts and compliments, many were distinctly uncomfortable. The rolling fields, pretty as they might look, had not yielded enough crops for many years. And as such, entire villages were sunk in poverty, with only turnips to eat and not very many turnips at that. The clothes they wore were no better than rags, and they lived in cramped and dingy cottages, hoping for better times to come. The Queen was oblivious to all this. She had returned from a tour where she'd seen a diamond the size of a watermelon, she'd used bigger ones as doorstops, a dog that could speak, didn't have anything worth saying anyway, and heard a man play the Zion whistle, the most difficult instrument in the world. It was a boring tune, and through it all, she'd yawned and yawned and yawned. "'I've just seen it all before!' she complained to her footman, Derek. "'You'd think someone could do something that was new!' Derek commiserated, never mind seeing he'd heard this complaint before. "'Might I make a suggestion, Your Majesty? Why not set up a competition? Or a prize, perhaps?' The Queen clapped her hands in delight. Now that was a new idea. So she gathered the court and sent heralds out to the far reaches of the land, and this was the message. None of you are trying hard enough to entertain me. You're all quite useless. Well, perhaps this will get your attention. At the solstice, 30 moons from today, I ask every one of you to find something that I've never seen before. The winner will get a ceremonial chalice. The chalice in question was bright gold. Not one of her best ones, admittedly, but it was very twinkly. Excitement rippled through the realm as people came from far and wide, determined to show the queen something new. A troop of a hundred acrobats tumbled and leapt and climbed on each other's shoulders, making a gigantic pyramid that stretched into the sky. Ugh, seen it all before, yawned the Queen, in Neverwich during the wine day celebrations, and there were 200 of them. Next. Mistress Mitten came with her trained cats who performed a graceful dance on their back legs whilst meowing a pretty tune. Uh, I'm actually very allergic to cats. The Queen observed, I can't abide them, so this act is criminally irresponsible if you ask me. (laughs) And boring. Next in front of the Queen was a young singer called Parsiville. She had the rare ability to sing with three voices at once, and the curious strains of her song drifted beautifully around the court. Ugh, not that rare. You can't move for many voice singers in Moonmere near the Boulder Delta, but that's quite a long way away, and you're probably too poor to journey there. Are you poor? As she said this, the Queen leant forward and sniffed the young girl, oh yes, <laughs> phew, dreadfully poor, stinky and untalented, off you pop. The girl sadly turned away. She was poor, very poor, as were her family and the families around her. The acts continued into the night, but none won the Queen's favour. Parseville had stayed in the crowd, watching the show in amazement. It took her mind off her worries for a while, and the stinging insult from the Queen was soon forgotten. And then it was over, and it seemed that no one would win. The stage was dismantled, and the crowds drifted away. Parsifil lingered to see the grumpy-looking Queen slumped on her throne. Being thoroughly bored was uh, exhausting. Parsifil had an idea, and cautiously approached the throne, curtsying deeply. Uh, May I have one last try, your majesty? The girl said, to show you something you've never seen before. The queen swung her lugs under the throne. You may as well, but I'm not getting my hopes up. Parsifal led the queen and her footmen through the back gates of the court and down a lane to where her village lay. As they came to the clearing, the queen gasped and held her mouth. It was smelly. The smell of animals and human beings and turnips hung in the air. Parsifal led her around the many crumbling cottages, opening the door of her home to be greeted by her family, cramped on bunks and sipping water. The family were astonished to see the Queen, and clamoured to bow and curtsy, and tried to offer her some turnip water, which, unsurprisingly, the Queen refused. She stammered and backed away from the cottage, and her voice quivered as she whispered, I have never seen such things. Percival smiled a little sadly. Well, they're common enough in your kingdom. Not as, com- not as common as dancing cats or acrobats, of course. The queen looked rather ashamed. She'd been so engrossed in travel and novelties that she'd neglected to even see the poverty around her, far less to do anything about it. You must take the chalice, Parceville. You made me see something I'd never seen before, and as such, you are the worthy winner. I don't want the chalice. The gold will buy us food for a year, perhaps, but then what? You surely don't mean to sell it or heaven above's melted down, the queen exclaimed. Parceville shook her head in astonishment. Did you notice any display cabinets in our cottage? We don't even have a shelf. It would be better served as a chamber pot, or turned upside down for a stool on which to sit. A chamber pot? The Queen fanned herself. She was now imagining all sorts of things that she hadn't dreamed of before. It was turning into quite the day. Parsifil glared at the Queen, and the Queen found herself summoning her footman to take her away. Parsifil thought that would be the end of it, but she was wrong. The shock of seeing the poor villagers had caused the Queen to have a long, hard think about a great many things. How could she help her people? For the first time, she was looking out at the world, not ruminating on herself and her own happiness. Fortunately, given her extensive travels, she'd seen how other places managed their affairs and was actually a very clever woman. She was determined to put things right. She got advisors to help her, and in time came up with many, many new ideas. New crops that would thrive, money to repair the cottages and help people set up new trades, help them to trade with other kingdoms too, and brought in new, stronger livestock from other parts of the realm. Now, every day she was seeing things she'd never seen before. Grateful villagers sending hampers of food and flowers, cheering crowds, and satisfying fields of shimmering wheat. Travelling within her own realm became her biggest pleasure, learning from her people and determining how better to help. And the golden chalice? It lay dusty in the jewel room of the palace until one day the Queen remembered it and how it had never been claimed. Parsiville was now a grown-up lady and worked as a blacksmith. The Queen paid her a visit. Parsiville had been singing a song in three parts and hammering out some chains and was delighted to see the Queen. She showed her around her tiny forge and the cosy cottage behind and described how life had been transformed. And so, now it is time you took what's rightfully yours. The Queen produced the chalice. And, she added, if you wanted to melt it down, I would understand. Parsifal shook her head and beaming, took the chalice and placed it on the shelf. And that's where it stayed and where it twinkled down on the forge. And was, you'll be glad to hear, never, ever used as a chamber pot. And that's the end of our story. I hope you liked it. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.